0: Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. When I use the gel, I have to rub it in, is this okay? Well, yes, we've kind of covered that in question one, but actually it's better to gently rub, not scrub the gel and leave it to dry before getting dressed. Welcome back to another episode of the Menopause Coach podcast. We are sticking with our education spree this week again, because last week we chatted progesterone intolerance. And the response to this one has been outstanding. It's really, really shown me that each of you listening to this are so here for the empowerment and the education space. So I want to bring you another one. So if you've not had a chance to go in and listen to last week's progesterone intolerance episode, then please do go ahead and listen in. Head over there after today's episode and tickle your brain with that mini teach especially if you're a service-based provider and you're supporting women in your field and your expertise. You might be a business coach, you might be a personal trainer or a health coach, a life coach, a physiotherapist, a beauty therapist, any service-based provider working with women. It does not matter what you do, but if you have female clients, then this is for you. And that pretty much means everyone listening to this, or you at least know somebody. So do feel free to share these episodes and this episode link with them after you've listened in to really, really good education. So we're going into a little estrogen education today. And I think what's really important with this is... I've actually been head down for the first quarter of this year. I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't believe we're literally coming up to the end of the very first quarter of 2023. How fast has that been, ladies? I know, right? You're going, oh my God, Adele, I just cannot get my head around how it is nearly April I hear you. So I've literally been head down for the first quarter of this year, working on so much value and content for you to enhance the offerings of education and awareness. This is just one of them. This podcast is one really powerful platform for that delivery. And I am super blessed and thankful that you are here listening to this every week, that you are leaving your reviews, that you are subscribing, that you are sharing, because the more that you do that, the more I am able to show up and deliver these. So thank you so much for everything. But for those of you that are new here, hello, welcome. Thank you for being here. I see you. My team and I also run a very successful menopause support coach certification inside our academy and we're getting ready to assess our January intake. So we're always mega busy at this time. Always super excited as well that this time of year we get to celebrate and welcome another collective group of certified MSCC coaches into the world of menopause support. So hell to the yes for that. It's always super cool when we get to do this. So our latest coaches will be in their assessment window shortly, which means my team and I are always on hand to support and answer their questions and they'll be graduating in April. It's always a super cool time of year, especially with the support that we provide inside our grad lab forevermore to enhance their learning on this journey. So, yeah, our head has been down as a team, me individually and... Yeah, I've kind of lifted up and been like, wow, it's nearly April. How did that happen? (laughs) So I've been speaking also with men's mental health charity, Andy's Man Club, and I'm over the moon that we're partnering with them for menopause awareness and for men's education inside this space So, there's just a few things that have been keeping us all super busy inside the menopause coach world and inside my coaching space. And for those of you listening to this and wanting to be part of our last and final MSCC intake for this year, click the show notes after you've listened to this episode and you'll have the opportunity to join our waitlist or go ahead and if you're a fast action taker, Love it. Secure your place with your deposit straight away. So on to our episode this week and moving away from progesterone but staying with the core sex hormones – And in particularly for our female endocrine system, we're going to look a little bit at oestrogen today. I get asked a number of questions about oestrogen as hormone replacement therapy, as contraception. And I thought, what an amazing opportunity to actually come here inside this podcast space, inside this episode and answer your questions. So these are some of the most frequently asked questions and answers that I give. So I hope this is a super one-stop shop for you. If this has been on your mind, then great. Here we go. We've got quite a few, so stick with me. Question one. How is HRT oestrogen different to my implant? Now, I got asked this at the weekend when delivering a menopause awareness education workshop to over 30 CrossFit ladies in Scotland. And here's how I answered this one. I explained that oestrogen in the implant has a core role of acting as a contraceptive and the form of oestrogen that's in the implant or any other contraceptive delivery method is in fact a synthetic form. It's known as ethanol estradiol. It's a potent form of oestrogen that is roughly about four to ten times, you might think there's a big difference there, but between four to ten times stronger than that used in different types of hormone replacement therapy estrogens so Unlike the gel, the spray or the patch, which is more body identical than the synthetic contraceptive form, we've just got to be aware that they are different. So the main difference in them, and how I answered this one was, in the contraceptive implant in particular that this question was asked from and around, we have got a more synthetic form of oestrogen. Okay, primary form for this is about contraception. When we move over into hormone replacement therapy or HRT options, This is where we get more body identical options, which means that it is more like for like with your body's naturally produced estrogen or estradiol in particular from your ovaries. So hopefully that is quite a clear answer into that one. But if you're looking for estrogen for HRT purposes, then speak with your menopause caregiver about options available to you. Okay, And if you're unsure about that, please message my team and I. You can get us. Show notes will include this link for you. But support at adelejohnstoncoaching.com and we will direct you. How easy is that? Okay, you have the option of still keeping contraception and replacing the synthetic form of oestrogen for body identical forms if the primary option for you is about HRT but still sticking with your contraception. Question two, how do I apply the gel? So when applying the oestrogen gel or any type of gel to your body for this purpose, we want to be gentle. Okay, this is important. We want to be gently able to rub the gel into the outside of either your upper arm. Okay, or if like me and you have very small arms, and the gel would literally take over your entire arm area, then you can apply to the upper thigh area, which has a larger coverage area for most women. I tend to then rub the remaining gel from my hand to my upper shoulder area or my deltoid for those who know their muscle areas, and it saves me wasting that little bit of precious gel when washing my hands. Note, always wash your hands afterwards, please, so that we avoid transferring of hormones onto others. And if you have the Linzetto spray, so here's a bit of an additional answer to this one, then the Linzetto spray acts best when applied on the inner forearm and allowed to dry in. Now, if you're applying more than one spray, please do not overlap the sprays. Okay, don't spray once, leave where the, I suppose, the funnel, the the nozzle, don't leave that in place and then spray again. You don't want to overlap the sprays. Instead, move the nozzle slightly and spray to a new area beside the originally sprayed area. And never apply the spray or the gel to the breasts or areas surrounding or around the breast areas. Okay, you want to avoid any broken, sore, or damaged skin areas for this spray as well. Ouch, (laughs) not going to be nice. And avoid rubbing Linzetto into your skin. So unlike the gel, we are not going to rub the spray. For some ladies, the inner part of the thigh is preferred as an area of application for coverage. Again, if your arms are quite small and you don't get the full nozzle area covered, then you want to then move to a bigger area for coverage. So the inner thigh might work better. Question three, when I use the gel, I have to rub it in, is this okay? Well, yes, we've kind of covered that in question one, but actually it's better to gently rub, not scrub the gel and leave it to dry before getting dressed. It usually takes just a few minutes to dry to the touch and if applying any sun cream to the area we are getting those summer vibes coming in with some of us booking up to catch some of those sunshine summer vibes and rays. So just allow yourself a solid 30 minutes post-application to let the absorption and drying happen before you then apply any creams, including sun cream over the area of application. Question four, what about getting it wet? I'm going to assume this was asked about showering post application and not about heading outside in your birthday suit to do some grounding, although this is a judgment free zone. So if you like to get naked and go grounding in your garden, I am here for that. In this case though, let's avoid showering or getting the area wet after immediate application or it will impact the efficacy of the product. So we want to ensure that where the gel, and this would particularly go directly for your spray application as well, little bit different for the patch, cover that in a moment, there is a question on that, but for the gel and the spray, we want to make sure we don't then get the area of application immediately wet. So if you're going swimming, you can wait until afterwards to apply your gel or spray or if you have already applied and you're heading swimming, then try to leave as much time as possible before getting into the water. Question five. I have to apply four pumps of gel and this is not abnormal or unusual. Can I split these? Yes, absolutely, you can, of course. So if you prefer, you can apply all four application pumps in one go using various areas of the body that we've talked about, so the arm, the thigh. If, like me, your arms are quite small and actually the application site isn't great for the arms and you have four pumps to put on, you might then opt to do two in the morning and two at bedtime if that works better for you and your lifestyle. And you'll remember to apply them all. This is really important. Consistency with your application keeps the efficacy of your HRT regime and routine working properly. Remembering to apply them all is vital. So yes, the answer to this one is yes, you can. If you have multiple pumps to apply and you prefer to do that as splitting them morning and night, you can do that. Question six, I have patches and apply to my lower belly. Is that okay? Yes it is! Most ladies like them either stuck to their lower abdomen area, so below the pant line, or near to your buttocks or upper thigh. And if you find the stickiness of the patch is a little lacking, then it's worth speaking with your GP about prescribing a slightly different brand. Subject to availability, of course, we are having some supply and demand issues here in the UK, as each of the providers and manufacturers do use a slightly differing adhesive. So you might find that what works for one person i.e. your best friend does not work for you and that is fine because you are beautifully and uniquely you. So have a little bit of a chat with your doctor around what other options are available and if you are unsure and your GP is not really that knowledgeable in this space then again full invitation you just need to come and give my team or I a shout. You can do that through Instagram at the dot menopause coach or you can email us support at adele both of those are in the show notes how handy and i've actually had some clients so this is this is quite a cool it's a cool thing when we get to share these things with each other actually i've had some clients wipe to the application area just a tiny little amount of surgical spirits not white spirits those are entirely different things surgical spirits to the area just to help with sticking Um, depending on whether you're quite an oily skin type person then this can support with the application but again I'm not going to advocate you applying or sticking random things to your body um, to support with this instead let's try and make sure we get you a product that actually sticks and doesn't cause any interference with your skin's health or happiness We have heard some horrendous stories of ladies using all types of things to stick their patches on and then coming out in sores and dry, horrible, flaky, scabby patches. So again, we don't want that. That's just torturous. So yeah, reach out if you've got questions on this one, but you can apply your patches to your lower belly. That is absolutely okay. So normally we would look for lower abdomen, Um, near the pant line just below or the buttocks or upper thigh. Those are the preferred three areas for application. Question seven, we're getting there. Can I get the patch wet? So this kind of corresponds with one of the earlier questions around the gel and the spray and whilst we have then outlined that we don't want to get the gel or the spray wet after application, the same does apply to the application of the patch. You don't want to just stick the patch on and then immediately be jumping into water. We want to give the patch a moment or two just to settle. But yes, you can get the patch wet. So once the patch has been stuck to the preferred area of application and you are comfortable and confident that it has been applied, there is no areas that are lifting or showing any signs of bubbles or anything like or creasing. And you know that it is fully applied to the area then yeah, you can do. Just leave time before jumping into the water. Make sure it's stuck and then you're good to go for glory in that sea swimming, if that's what you're doing. And then finally, question eight. There are many more questions, of course, but answering the main ones that are particularly around our oestrogen application... So what does body identical mean? And this was something where when I was asked the very first question and I mentioned the words body identical oestrogen, this was then raised as, well, what does that mean? So body identical is as close to your natural estradiol derived from the yam plant and has the same molecular structure as your hormones from your ovaries. So to keep that really simple... Body identical basically means it's as identical as it can be to your body's natural hormonal structure. Okay, It's derived from the yam plant and this form of estradiol in particular is tested and regulated unlike bio-identical versions. So it's really important to mention this because you know, it's fully understandable why a lot of women become very confused around the words "body identical" and "bio identical." I'm, you know, not not adverse to the fact that we actually get quite confused when we start to educate in this space as well around this, because it does throw up one of these questions of, well, why are they so entirely different if they sound the same? So, body identical, derived from the yam plant. The same molecular structure as your hormones from your ovaries, tested and regulated. That's super important. Quality control is there, and we've had lots of research and testing around it. Unlike bioidentical versions, or some private clinics may refer to them as compounded bioidentical hormones or compounded hormones. So confusing, I get it. These are not regulated or subjected to any quality controls like our body identical HRT is. So if you are opting to go down the private clinic route, if you are in fact listening from overseas and um, you're one of our American sisters, hello, I see you. Then again you'll be all too familiar with bioidentical, compounded hormones, etc. But being aware that bio or compounded bioidentical hormones are not regulated or subject to the same quality controls as our body identical HRT is. For those of you that are in the UK as our menopause coach podcast sisters present here, then you'll be familiar that body identical is the version of HRT that we use here in our National Health Service or NHS. So hopefully that helps answer that question clearly, succinctly, and that you have a clarity around the fact that if you are speaking with any private clinics and they outline that they have bio-identical hormones or they have compounded bio-identical hormones, then you appreciate that these are the hormones that are not tested, regulated or subject to quality controls in the same way that body-identical i.e. the ones that the NHS use. And you get to make your choice. I think what's important in all of this is I'm not here to say to you, you can, cannot, should, should not do or try or take or experience anything. This is your body. And we always come back to the fact of the matter that this is your body. That's the fact. Okay, You are in charge. You are in control. You get to make choices. You get to make decisions. But please never put your trust into a unqualified or uneducated or non-knowledgeable individual or team. And if you suspect that actually you are not being given the care that you want or desire, then you have the choice. I love this word. To be able to say thank you but no thank you and to be able to move into a space that you feel you are being more cared for. This is your one body body. The one and only one that you will ever have. We don't get a second chance at any of this. Okay, You get to make a second choice, but we don't get a second chance at our one body. So what we do get to do is we get to make a stance. We get to understand. We get to ask all the questions. We get to become knowledgeable. And the whole purpose of this podcast platform is designed around educating, mini teaching, helping you to ask the questions and have the answers, get the guidance, be directed, And have you thinking if I can leave you with one thing and have you thinking about what your next steps look like for you, then the purpose of this podcast has been achieved already (laughs) is amazing. As we approach the 26th of May, we will be coming up for our first year birthday. How wild is that? 26th of May. We will have to do something super special for you and land a super excellent episode for that. But nearly a year in and we are absolutely storming this menopause space with all of our energy and our vibrancy and you are part of that. So again, I just want to give you the biggest blessings, gratitude and thanks for showing up each week, for listening in, for asking all these amazing questions and allowing me to call this work. I always think that it's super, super cool that I get to show up here and I get to record these episodes each and every week for you. And I get to call this work. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know that you appreciate these episodes. They are here to help you stay informed. They are here to educate and they are here to have you feeling empowered in your own menopausal journey, whichever part or stage of your journey you are in, you are not alone. And that is the main thing that I want to leave you with for this episode today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being present. And if you have any further questions on anything we've covered today, then please do. You know where to find me. Jump into our emails or come find me on Instagram and I will see you there. I truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you. I ask only one thing. To help keep these episodes coming, please subscribe and share with another in your life. That's how we reach more women worldwide, and we help them step into their power. Because together, we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.